0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Table Chat. This is Matt, and I'm joined by a very special guest. You want to introduce yourself?
1: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the very special guest, Sharon. Yep.
0: Yeah. So you get a, a husband wife, Matt, Sharon, Table Chat today. And um, one of the things we, Sharon and I have been talking about the last couple of weeks that we've just noticed is our, the strain and the complexities that this pandemic and then the subsequent lockdown have created for our family, and in particular, our parenting. So Sharon, do you wanna set up maybe some of the things, some of the pain points or tensions we've been experiencing?
1: Sure, so like all of you, we're, we've been stuck at home. Um, both of us trying to work remotely both kids trying to school remotely, um, lots of new rhythms to try to learn and figure out um, and some of our old ideas or old fixes to problems no longer work or just aren't viable solutions, like you know getting out of the house and going somewhere uh to kind of change the scenery. So what we've been experiencing is just frustration from everybody. Um, The kids are frustrated that they can't do the things that they normally do. They can't be with the people they are normally able to be with. Um, Matt and I are frustrated that our kids are discontent or aren't listening or are arguing.
0: Yeah.
1: And it seems to just be sort of growing, increasing, not going away. So that's what we've been experiencing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So we ask them to do something and there is complaining or arguing like every time. Mm -hmm. And so what we've kind of discovered or what we kind of were able to name in the last couple weeks was that we tend to argue with them about arguing (laughs) and we tend to complain in exasperation about how much they're complaining, right? And so we're, like, getting sucked into this no-win kind of black hole of blah, right? Yeah. Um, Which feels like we're just contributing to the hole rather than helping lift the kids out of it. Um, And it's felt fairly um, paralyzing, you know? Like, just exasperatingly telling our kids not to be complaining, Mm -hmm. which is ineffective, <laughs> largely.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. And every day looks the same. It's Groundhog Day. For the last seven weeks. Yeah. So, just finding ourselves all frustrated.
0: So, one of the things Father Ben mentioned in his pastoral letter this week is that this uh, coronatide, coronavirus, is hard for our kids, too, and we maybe uh, don't appreciate that or forget that. Um, but, we, we've made a commitment, we're trying to learn through this, trusting that God's present at work, and we've made a commitment in the last 10 days or so to stop arguing and stop complaining about their arguing. Do you want to share a little bit about what that looked like and what we've been experimenting with?
1: Sure. Um, yeah, let me just preface it by saying it's been important for me, I assume for Matt as well, um, to be present to their discontentment or sadness or
0: mm-hmm.
1: wonky behavior that's coming out all sorts of different ways um, and just sort of lament with them the things that they have lost yes. and their disappointments. Um, and we can talk about those things at dinner time, you know you don't get to play with your friends right now. You don't get to play soccer this spring with some of your good friends that you love. Um, we can talk about those things on our time, but it seems like the, the lamenting or the actual emotion of the disappointment of those things comes, uh, when it's not on our time. (laughs) So it comes at bedtime when we're rushing to get the kids to bed or, um, and then there's just a meltdown and lots of tears and um, it's been a it's been important for me to not try to rush those um, conversations away and really try to be present with them and lament with them and their disappointment and their sadness, yeah. when they are in need of doing that yeah um, so let me just preface it by saying that the arguing, the um, disobedience in some ways, I suppose, the um, not listening, we have come up with what we feel like is a practical solution that we've at least been trying. Um, And so in our family, our kids earn what we call Tebby bucks. So we have regular chores that are, you know, daily or weekly that they don't earn anything for. It's just part of participating in the work of the household.
0: unloading the dishwasher.
1: Cleaning toilets.
0: Taking out the trash.
1: Yeah. But then they also have work that they can do around the house to earn a Tebby Buck. And then those Tebby Bucks can be used for things like a special drink, like a soda or a Gatorade, or they can be used for extra screen time iPads or you know, video games, TV shows, whatever. And so something we've tried to do in the last week or so instead of um, when we ask them to do something and they argue with us or they don't do it when we ask them to or um, they put it off, um, just reminding them, okay, if you continue with arguing or if you Choose not to get off your iPad now, like I've asked you to, or if you don't do the chore at this point, then, um, we'll just take away a tebby buck. So it allows the kids really to choose to weigh the risk or the benefit, um, on their own. And for both of them, the tebby bucks seem to be of pretty high value. Yep. I think.
0: Yeah. Well, uh... One of the things we did before we decided on this was we had this in mind, but we decided to have a family meeting and just to express our remorse and sorrow and regret for complaining and yelling about their complaining and yelling. <laughs> so we had that little family meeting where we're like, hey, we're not really happy with our family dynamic right now because we've been created for X, Y, and Z, and what we're doing right now is A, B, and C. And so we just asked them, hey, do you guys feel this too? you feel like? You feel like there's a lack of like, you know, joy and harmony in our family. Both of them were able to say, yeah. And then we asked them what they think that we should do about it. And they were, I don't remember exactly what they said, but I don't think they had any ideas. And then we proposed this idea of like, well, this, this could help us because we're done arguing. So we ask you more than twice to do something. You lose a teddy buck if you complain or argue when we ask you to do something you lose a Teddy buck and we said do you think that's fair and remember what they said they're both like yeah i think that's fair <laughs> so i don't know i think engaging them that way helped them f- feel the problem with us and then want to solve it with us rather than us just introducing this new sort of police policy right
1: yeah and it's um in the first like two days we had sort of an experience with our eight-year-old daughter where (laughs) I forget what the incident was about, but we said we were going to do something. I don't remember what it was in the evening. And it was something that she probably wouldn't choose to do. I don't know if it was going to go for a walk -hmm. with the dog or play baseball in the backyard. I don't remember what it was, but she started, to respond to whatever it was we said we were going to do. We're going to go take the dog for a walk. She started to respond with um, frustration or with arguing with us. And she was like two or three words in to this like whiny arguing response. And she stopped herself. She took a breath and she changed her tone of how she responded to us. She still said the things that she wanted to say, but she was she didn't say them in like an arguing or whiny or meltdown type of way. Yeah. She talked to us like a human being yeah. <laughs> to yeah. have a conversation about yeah. Yeah. this wasn't what she was wanting to do, could we talk about some other options?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so it wasn't it's not just necessarily a matter of like punishing poor behavior, but it's also I think training them in some character.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Improvement. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, like you can have self-control. If you value if you value what your meltdown will lose you. You know, if you value treating people poorly loses you, then you can you can exercise self-control.
1: Yeah, and I think we we often say, I see that you're upset. Let's talk about it. We can have a conversation about this, but you can't yell at me. You can't throw a fit, but we can talk about it and we're open to other ideas. And so I think um, this has kind of given them a tool to do that with.
0: Yeah, yeah, and let's be clear about this. Like, uh, we're still arguing with their arguing. Yeah. And we're still complaining about their complaining. So this isn't a perfect fit, because uh, part of our problem parenting our kids is you and me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. like our problem parenting our kids isn't our kids it's how you and I respond to our kids so this is like a good new ground level and we're learning to live into it our kids seem to be responding well to it there are times we forget about it and then we remind ourselves later oh we should have just taken away a teddy buck um, and I want to say this too like um, p- part of this if you maybe want to say with this part of what we're learning is that like a lot of parenting our kids in grace and truth is just refusing to meet them in call out when they wanna fight. Like just refusing not to meet them there. And so this gives us a way to empower them with a choice and refuse to enter call out with them. And it's helping me because I just know we're not arguing, but we can discuss this, but there's a whole different way to discuss this than if you're arguing than arguing mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so that's one of the things we're experimenting with we're having i think varied six very like it's definitely trending up <laughs> <coughs> yeah <coughs> we're not it's, where we were a, a few weeks ago
1: right and like matt said i i mean we're we're just as frustrated and discontent and disappointed as they are and so you know our our emotions are coming out all wonky and sideways too Yep. Um, But we're still the parents and we still have to lead them and uh, love them well in this difficult season. And so this, this is something we're trying.
0: Yep. All right. Maybe we can share next time about the little conversation we had last night about generosity and sharing. Oh yeah. That was a, that was a big meltdown. That was. Maybe we can share about that next time. Anyway. Uh, parents, and uh, grandparents, and people who have been children. <laughs> I think that covers everybody. Uh, we love you, and um, we're praying for you. Until next time, see ya.